Hey, it's Paul Purnell here from the RPG Empire. So I have a couple of quick announcements, really quick, hopefully. Uh, first of all, we absolutely adore you. We think you are amazing, and we really are so thankful that you listen to our podcast and that you're a part of our community. And that said, we want to invite you to our uh, Discord server where you can communicate with us, you can ask questions about the stories, you can submit your own fan art, and we can all go like, oh my god, I can't believe they made it look so cool, or whatever we say. And then also, uh, you can, you know, ask questions about running games and how that all works. So definitely hop on over there and join the community more uh, actively. We would love to have you. Um, also, the best thing you can do to support the RPG Empire, besides sending us fat stacks of cash, which we'll always accept, you know, envelopes, you can just address it right to me, um, <laughs> is uh, if you tell a friend. So 100% the best way for a podcast to grow is for people to hear about it from people they trust like you. So I know you have at least one friend. And tomorrow, I want you to go and tell them about this podcast that you're listening to right now that you love so that we can continue to grow and uh, and just really grow as a community. So that's your mission. Uh, and the final last thing to, to just request and say is if you want to support the RPG Empire with actual dollars, the best way you can do that right now is to buy our book, The Dust World RPG PBTA Quick Start Guide. It's five bucks. It's in our uh, shop on therpgempire.com. It's a super light read. It's 30 pages of fantastic layout, great art, and it teaches you everything you need to know to play a Powered by the Apocalypse game if you've never done that. Uh, maybe not everything you know. It It's brief. It's a quick start guide. But uh, it also comes with the playbooks and all the reference sheets. So we would love for you to do that and then hop in the Discord and tell us what, what you like about it, what you don't like about it. We're going to continue to uh, work on that until it's completely done. It should be around 300 pages, include a bunch of awesome manga art because we're really inspired by manga and anime. And uh, that's about it. So uh, those three things, again, were join the Discord to tell a friend, or buy the Dust World book, or do all three. We really appreciate that you listen to the podcast and that you're part of our community, and we can't wait to talk to you more in the Discord. So with all of that said, I'm going to let you get back to the show. Have a good day. Last time on Dust World Neon City. All this time, I thought I was a creature. A beast living amongst sheep. And while I did not intend to feed on the sheep. It did not bother me either. And I now see that all along I was just a sheep in wolf's clothing, and I don't intend to keep making the same mistakes. So I, I will do my best to control my urges. You're becoming human. You're learning what you were. I can show you what it means to be human again. Show yes. you what it means to care about people. I mean, that's that's my job, is I care for people, and, you know, that's what we uh, got to do. We're, it seems know. like you're starting to make a nice little band of brothers. So, uh... You, you probably definitely pegged me as somebody who would uh, 
eventually go on to fight uh, people on the regular in a huge coliseum pit, obviously. <laughs> I, yeah, I don't know how that happened, but I've been doing that for years. And then one day, uh, these people come in who promise to help me. And uh, they're very bad at it, but that's all right. They're getting the job done. Um, in the process, we may or may not have found like the disembodied head of some Illuminati. Um, also, I was uh, tracked down by an assassin, but you know, that you probably expect more. Anyway, we're currently dealing with that. And uh, yeah, how are you? Uh, still at Red Earth? Huh? Where do I send this? Are you effing kidding me? Are you sure you have the right number? Monday, this is no time to joke. I am seriously stuck here. I need your help. It's me, Jess. So... The walking down the street and being surrounded and getting hit with the gas wasn't a dream? It wasn't a dream. I'm scared. I'm being watched. I'm trapped. And it ends without her sentence being completed. Hello, I'm Paul Purnell, the DM of Dustworld Neon City, an actual play podcast where we use a game, Dustworld RPG, powered by the apocalypse, to tell an awesome narrative story. Roll the intro. Welcome to Neon City. It's crazy here. I'm telling you what, we got the smog's gonna choke you out, have our cars flying at 100 miles an hour. We got radioactive light of the spires cooking your brains. We got the cutters, the slices, the mechs. And look at this guy. We got the psychomancer, Clarence Wells. He's a pit fighter amnesiac with the power to crush you with his single thought. We got over here, Dr. Andrew Miller, the philanthropist doctor who's gonna help you out. You just come to his door with your scraped knee, he gets you sorted, but secretly he's got inside of him a parasite that wants to eat you and over here we got his right hand man silent monday dude don't talk but he's got an lcd suit that pops up his thoughts with emojis and text and he's got a sword that can cut through just about anything and if that sounds like your cup of tea well then you in the right place so sit back relax and enjoy this episode of dust world neon city monday you get that text and I feel like you have this sort of sinking feeling. What do you do? I'm going to say as much as this feels like a trap with that memory coming back to him, Monday's like going to hop out of the hot tub and basically beeline for his suit. You also have two more hold on your total recall. Oh, that's right. Uh, no harm, naturally. Yes, you have one hold on your total recall. And then remember something useful for now to see if you can remember anything possibly be when the gassing was occurring that might help specifically you don't remember like anything like mechanically you do remember the sound of drones nearby and also definitely some hover vehicles and footsteps right as you were passing out i think the other thing you remember is that you were on the way to patches place Okay, um, I think with that, once Monday has his super suit on, he's going to give Patches a call. 
Yeah, okay. Hey, what's up? Uh, nobody's coming to kill me this time, right? Uh, once again with the speech to text. You are safe for now, right? Nothing came of that, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, you safe? I am unharmed. We resolved the situation peacefully. Surprisingly. What? Wow. Well, they fucked up my place. Can I say that? Can I say that? I can say that. It is just me, old friend. Speak freely. How are you doing today? I was I was just checking with the sensors. This is an encrypted line. There are no <laughs> sensors to be heard. <laughs> uh yeah, just a second. And you hear some like fumbling around and like some things getting plugged in and he's like, "All right. We're encrypted now." Just checking. Were there any times where I did not make my usual appointments? Uh, mm, yeah, there was one time you were supposed to come, but something happened and then you showed up a little late. What kind of state was I in when I appeared? Uh, you smelled bad, but is that really that unusual? I don't know. Uh... I'm not Usually, sure. I mean, I, I do my best to cover up my strange scent. <laughs> Monday has like walls upon walls of like Old Spice and Axe body spray because he's a little oh, no. self-conscious about it. I'm just kidding, man. I'm sorry. No, you had a different smell. It wasn't. I didn't realize he was so self-conscious. Now I feel really bad because I'm, <laughs> I'm such a sensitive, uh, you know, dream pusher. But anyway, uh, no, it was like a chemically smell. And, man, I got a good-ass memory, don't I? Um, yes, indeed. Better than me. Yeah, and then, I don't know, you seemed a little, like, out of it, but then we did our thing and, you know, played some poker. Do you remember exactly what date that was? God, that was, like, two years ago. Monday's eyes are, behind his eyes, are gonna light up at that, like, seriously? This, he, uh, yeah. What? 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 Huh? Trying to remember something. But you're... Just to double check, you are okay, right? I am fine myself. Uh, thanks for asking earlier, by the way. Uh, yeah, yeah. Are you drinking? <laughs> I'm okay. Uh, yeah. I got a, I got another little safe house set up, you know. Got, got some people's... People's coming and going, you know. Patches roll low. He don't roll over easy. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I'm getting I'm getting back on the ball, my friend. How good is your memory retrieval training through dreams? Well, it depends. If if you've been to the guild, uh, it's definitely a lot harder. They they encrypt all the memories that they take out. So usually there's there can be like biofeedback, which can cause some internal hemorrhaging. You know, if you dig too deep, you can really give someone brain damage. It's pretty, pretty gnarly stuff. Uh, you know, they kind of leave like a puzzle piece to put the thing back if you finally pay. But if it was just like a hack job or like a, a quick slash and run or something, uh, yeah, we could probably help you out. Excellent. I may be in need of your services, friend. What will yeah. I owe you? Uh, you know, uh, you already owe me a shit ton for bringing 
a freaking assassin to my house and uh, and destroying all of my very expensive machine guns. So I guess this one can be on the house. I will get you in touch with my small arms dealer to get those replaced. Like you paying for it? Naturally. Okay, sweet. Now we're talking. Okay, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Hit me up. Uh, I'll, I'll send you the address of the new place when you're ready. Very good. I should be ready within the hour. Uh, it's pretty late, man. I'm about to hit the, the hay, if you know what I'm saying. Monday is going to kind of look at the clock and realize, shit, yeah, it is rather late. He's kind of worked up over these memories coming back. Uh, perhaps your wisdom should be heeded. I will see you tomorrow, friend. Yep. Pieces. And he uh, hangs up. And then Monday will just say Reese's and hang up. <laughs> That's kind of their thing. Yeah. So you you go back and hit your room and night out real quick. Or do you like wake anybody up or? I'm going to say Monday's too focused on remembering everything he can about what happened there. Okay. So everybody who sleeps in a bed overnight, restore all of your health. Does Silent Monday sleep as well? Yeah, Monday is going to, well, I guess. Like fall asleep in his bed, like trying to think about all this stuff. Yeah, he's going to let it kind of, kind of burn himself out there and just pass out. Okay. Yeah, so you wake up in the morning. There's already breakfast in your suite. And like, I imagine you're pretty antsy to get out of there. What do you say to the guys? I'm going to say that he's up before everyone else. And he's kind of like when, when the other two walk out, he's going to be like rapidly shoveling food into his mouth. And he's just going to pop up a morning, like a very terse morning on his back as they walk behind him. I don't know how they'd be able to tell that it was terse. <laughs> the fact that it pops up quickly in red text and vanishes just as quickly. Oh, OK, uh, Doc is the second to wake up and you know he he looks pretty like he got a good night's sleep and he says uh uh monday you uh you in a hurry or something i i think uh doc when you wake up the little drawer next to the side of your bed has been pulled out and there's oh, like boy. a a towel in it and a little tiny grin had slept in that little bed next to you that is the Ooh. best thing ever <laughs> And when you woke up, he's like, he's like, oh, good morning. Is it time to go already? Would you reabsorb Grin or would you just let him ride on your shoulder like a I'm, little brownie? I'm kind of I'm kind of interested in how this goes. So he's going to let him sit on his shoulder like a horrible, horrible version of baby Groot. <laughs> nice. Awesome. So just so, yeah. And he's going to walk up to Monday, uh, not really commenting on Grin being on his shoulder. He's just going to say, uh, so uh, you in a hurry or what? Kind of watching him shovel this food down. And once again, Monday's just going to pop up the quick te uh, red text of yes, and then keep shoveling. Okay. Are you going somewhere without us? Not if you eat quickly. But where are we going? Patches. Yes. Why? Why are we going to that guy? And I think with this, you notice that there's a tiny grin with no face 
like a human <sighs> sitting on his shoulder. Monday is going to kind of stare for like a second and then he's going to resume eating quickly, like not important right now. Um, I think Grin slides down Miller's arm onto the table and picks up a piece of bacon and just starts gnawing on it. So Doc is going to, he's not going to start eating quickly because Monday hasn't really explained why. So he's just going to get him some bacon and eggs and just start eating slowly, kind of looking up at Monday. Um, as this is pretty unusual behavior for him. I think Monday's actually going to realize that uh, Miller might need some context here, and he's going to yeah. kind of force himself to stop shoveling, pull up his uh, wrist brace, and kind of forward the messages to uh, Doc. Doc is going to read the text messages, and he says, so it's someone you don't remember, but apparently they remember you. Yeah, Monday's going to kind of pop up his wrist and a little projector is going to kind of show like a very simple picture description of uh, what happened with the street. All right. And then Monday is oh. going to mess pop up the met text. Patches is going to try and help me remember. Doc looks down at Grin, you know, because the, they had had a very similar conversation recently. And he says, all right. I mean, anything we can do to help. Uh, where's Clarence? Clarence will totter into the kitchen area. The Clarence is kind of bleary-eyed and kind of stumbling around. He stops. He sees the chibi gr grin. He just stares at it for a squint, shakes his head, goes and starts prepping your pancakes. I think just to test something now that Monday's, you know, kind of calming down a bit, he's going to kind of poke ch uh, Chibi uh, grin and see what he does. I, I wouldn't. Ouch. Why are you poking me, you oaf? Monday's going to kind of do an apologetic hand gesture and then kind of like, like, pat the top of his head lightly. He likes smacks your hand for sure. I'm not a damn pet. Give me some more bacon. Monday will hand him some more bacon. <laughs> he, he like snatches it very indignantly and then like walks across the way, like the table away from you, just munching on it. Monday's kind of just watching and popping up like these little like, ah, and adorable little hearts every now and again. <laughs> That's hilarious. Clarence sees all of this and mutters, I'm not awake enough for this. And starts tottering back toward his bedroom. <laughs> I think with that, Monday's going to hold up a cup of coffee in uh, Clarence's direction. Clarence suddenly uh, changes course. And uh, begins to imbibe. Uh, I think Tuck kind of walks out fully dressed and looking like totally ready to go. And he's like, all right, what's, uh, what's on the agenda today, my friends? Uh, you know, surviving? Living? Keeping the dreams alive? Ideally. And Monday's going to pop up the text. First, patches. Second, we start your training. Oh, hell yeah! And he, like, does, like, a fist into his hand. What training? Also, why patches? Monday's going to look over at Clarence, kind of because Clarence would know this and just pop up the words, memories. Oh. I have memories. They're overrated. Clarence keeps sipping on his coffee. Not when it involves someone in danger. Oh? 
Something happened two years ago. I need to remember what. Hmm. And he's going to look over at Tuck and say, My friend, you are quite strong. However, we need to discipline this strength. Make you stronger. He, d he like flexes his arms like, Oh yeah, let's make me even stronger. I'm going to kick some booty. And he's going to kind of <laughs> play it up and just do the finger guns with him. Nice. I think little Grin is like, this is disgusting. Monday's going to have to resist, like, reaching over and patting him for that. <laughs> uh, I think Grin walks over towards uh, Clarence, and he, like, waves at Clarence as if he wants Clarence to come closer. No. <laughs> he, like, waves him some more. No. Damn it, come here, tiny child man. <laughs> oh, no. So saucy. <laughs> Clarence prepares the side blast. Um, no. um, uh, Clarence sighs and leans forward a bit. And he hops on your shoulder. He's like, no! You're the only one who, who, who makes off, any sense. Off! Off! Immediately! Off! Off! He, no! he like kind of, he scurries back and forth between each shoulder so you no! can't get him off. Uh, Monday kind of has, has his phone up and he's kind of recording this. <laughs> Please stop. Okay, side blast. It is actually time for side blast. <laughs> I will uh, telekinesis. Uh, how we how uh, I, we do? I still had a hold, but also I ran yeah, the twelve. I'm imagining that he's being lifted by like his collar, as if he was like a little tiny person, because he is. And he's just like, "Hey, stop it! Don't no! Hey, hey!" And he's trying to like look you in the eye, but he has no eyes, only a mouth. And so he's like, his face is looking at your face, and he's like, Clarence, I thought we were making progress, Clarence, as you fling him across the room, and he like, imagine he lands in Dr. Miller's hands. Yeah, Doc catches him like, he's like, like a, a fastball, and Ouch. he says, Clarence, just, I, I, listen, I get it. No. But, I get it, but just, progress is over. Doc is kind of exasperated. He says to Grin, "Just leave Clarence alone, huh? He can make Fine. you explode." But just I thought he was interesting thoughts. and more sane than the rest of you. As uh, as he says that, uh, Monday's gonna put down a tiny plate with a tiny bacon and a tiny cup of coffee next to him. He's like, "Never mind, I'll go with him." And he hops on your shoulder. Where'd you get the tiny cup of coffee? Monday is going to kind of stare at him and not say anything right. nor any text. All right. uh, he takes the little cup of coffee and drinks it, and he's eating the bacon. I I, I don't know if your your species can drink coffee, but oh well, there you go. All right, I guess you can. Oh, it's very. I don't want to have to take you to the vet. Monday's gonna pop up the text. You drink coffee all the time, and it doesn't seem to affect him. That's true. And by species, you mean us, both of us, because you are whatever I am. You are what you eat. Mmm, delicious. He stands up after he finishes his, like, food and, like, leaves the little plate and cup on Monday's shoulder, walks across it, and then jumps onto Miller's hands, and then just absorbs down into his hands. I do not have enough coffee for this. I'll never, ever get used to that. I, I know I won't. 
do you guys want to do anything important before you rush off to patches or are you guys on the blitz? Yeah. Yeah. Um, he's going to follow Monday's lead. Okay. I'm going to say so Monday you- before they step south. I was going to thank Fancy Pants for everything. Yeah, I was going to say, as you guys are leaving, Fancy Pants is at the door and he's like, well, I hope you enjoyed our wonderful sweets and that you'll come back to Cirque du Bazaar soon. Monday's going to bow and give a very happy uh, little cat wave there on his uh, chest. Nice. It was a pleasure, Monday. And I think uh, just to test something, Monday is actually going to say something. Thanks. Ooh, did my ears deceive me? It was like a whisper, but it was so delicious. Monday? Wait, 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 wait. Monday? That's what... you? Uh, how, how'd you fix your, your voice? Monday's going to look over to Miller and then kind of pat fancy pants on the shoulder there. Oh, you, you helped him, huh? Well, the bazaar has all sorts of things to meet all of your needs, my friends. Wow. We pride ourselves on being a place of hospitality. Except for the carny games. They're terrible. But don't tell anyone I said it. They are. You're right about that. Bawa, I, I appreciate you helping my friend. I mean, this this is a really big, big deal. So... You know well, what? you're very welcome, Andrew Miller. Also, I heard you're a big winner. And he winks at you. He you know sure it. is. <laughs> I think I I think I must have misjudged you, fancy pants. It must have been my fancy pants, huh? I, d- Doc doesn't know what to say to that. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay, I'm just joshing you. So Monday, you can talk now, huh? Monday is going to nod, but then kind of point, uh, do a... What would be a good description? Like, uh, maybe a person who's, uh, like, laying in bed and, like, recovering? Yeah. Yeah, I think, uh, Fancy Pants knows as well what's going on, and he's like, According to Dr. Blip, he should not, uh, you know, sing soprano, if you know what I mean. You should keep mom's the word, you know? Yeah, Monday's going to nod at that. Sure. Uh, uh, um, maybe he needs some... I'm sure he needs some time to recover. It's been a long That's time. That's right. Yeah. I heard you're quite a wonderful doctor yourself. I, I've been known to help from time to time. Well, if there's ever any gigs we can't handle, I'll be sure to send you a, a message. Doc extends a hand. He wants to... He he misjudged Fancy Pants, so he wants to, you know, shake his hand. Yep, you shake his hand. It's a big, fluffy paw, uh, and it's kind of warm and very comforting. Oh. Well, thanks very much, Fancy Pants. And he, like, holds your hand a little bit too long, and he's like... Okay. Oh, (laughs) you're, uh, you're welcome, and so is your... Uh, associate. And then he lets you go. Alright. And Monday's also going to extend his hand. Yep, he shakes your hand. And Monday's going to leave a little sheet of paper with him. Oh, okay. 
He doesn't look at it now, but he'll look at it later. A little, uh, since everyone trades in secrets, it's a little something extra for the hospitality shown for Monday. Nice. Clarence, do you want to say anything or do anything uh, to say goodbye to uh, Fancy Pants? Can't talk. Haven't finished my coffee yet. And I just walked past him. Did he like uh, steal the whole <laughs> thing of coffee and he's like chugging it? <laughs> it's like a whole thermos. <laughs> and I, I look or I look back and I say, just kidding. Honestly, you've got a nice place here. We'll be in touch. Well, I'm glad you like it, Mr. Wells. And uh, would you like me to send out that letter for you? Yes, please. He reaches his hand out for the letter. Oh. <laughs> and I just hand it to him. Uh, he holds it up and a crow comes and snatches it out of his hand and flies out the door. Um, okay. That works, I hope. Um. Yep. I didn't see where it's going, but the mailmaster, I'm sure, will look at it quite keenly. All right, then. Also, and he leans in, don't use your psychic powers to go into the ladies' locker room, okay? I would never do that, but okay. Good, because there's side dampeners. And he winks at you. I wouldn't do that. Anyway, uh, next time, counted us to mysteriously have gotten even more games done. What? Anyway, bye. <laughs> And I think uh, also Tuck has a moment with him, but it's private. No, I just don't want to talk to myself for five minutes. Yeah, exactly. Uh, so, uh, yeah, Tuck, you know, he's like, this is always a great pleasure to be here, buddy. Oh, yeah, we always love having you. And if I talk to myself too much, both of my voices will get mixed up and you'll get some sort of weird amalgamation. And nobody wants that. Um, okay. <laughs> so, yeah, you guys head out. Uh, as you do, Fancy Pants opens up the little piece of paper to read it. What's on there? Okay, I'm going to say that maybe it's a little bit of what they know about the octahedron that perhaps they might okay. not know. Like what specifically? Like maybe a, uh, the one contact for the octahedron. Okay. Do you name the guild contact or? The guild contact, the... yeah. Okay. So you let them know that Tannis Blaine is in direct contact with Silva, who's in contact with the number three octahedron. Yep. Okay. Yeah, I think that's very valuable, actually. When he reads it, he gets a big smirk across his face, and then he puts it in his pocket. Monday was very impressed with this. Yeah. You guys leave refreshed and, like, ready to conquer life anew. You hop into a cab and you see the bizarre fading in your rearview mirror as you enter back into the mist of Neon City. So as you re-enter the city, it doesn't take you long to get the address of Patch's new location. It is not that far from his old location. This is actually in a mall. So you go into a mall and it's a smoothie shop called Duck Duck Juice. And there is a uh, a guy wearing a funny duck costume who greets you. And he's just like, uh, hey, welcome to Duck Duck Juice. Do you want a juice or smoothie? Monday is going to pop up the text. 
Uh, looking for the patches special. Oh, okay. Uh, hang on. Hey, patches. You back there? Uh, hang on a second. And then he walks past, like, uh, through some, like, floppy doors, you know? And, uh, and then he comes back out and he, like, holds the doors open and kind of waves you in. Um, you guys come in past the entryway into a kitchen and then there's two big massive freezers and one of the freezers opens up and patches is inside of it. He's like, Hey, welcome to neon city. Ah, just kidding. Get in here. And he, uh, rushes you into the freezer. Monday's going to do the hyper fast, uh, special handshake they do. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like I understand nice. that every time I see it. I, I still don't know exactly what, what happens there. Yeah. Patches, he turns to you and he like puts his hand out to give you give you the, the handshake. Doc is like, all right, so let me see it. So it's a it's a clap and a and and you do the thing with your foot. Uh, okay. Okay, oh. what that's good enough. Good enough. Oh, Let's go. Oh god. All right. Doc, and he pushes you in. Doc turns around and looks at the duck, duck juice guy. He doesn't trust him. That's a bad duck. Yeah. <laughs> Sus. He, he, he just like waves and you notice that he's got like a big bandage across one of his hands. And when you go to walk into the freezer, you realize it's actually not a walkway. It's a slide. And down you go. You definitely hear Tuck going, woohoo! Clarence, how do you react to all of this? Do you get a smoothie? A lot of sighing. I do not get a smoothie. I just walk past. And I just, I don't do the handshake either. I just sigh and go Let's down say the slide. say since uh, Clarence might, is being such a bit of a sour plus Monday might push him onto the slide. Clarence enjoys the slide. He, in fact, says, Wee! Hey, I want to do think that again. Yeah, and it's kind of like a spirally slide, and it's longer than it seems like it should be. And as you're going down the slide, I think you hear Clear going, Ooh, can I go next? N after I do it again. Can I do it again? You still have a hold on your telekinesis. You could just make yourself go back up. Okay, <laughs> I will in fact do that. This is a worthy use. I go a couple more times, once with Clear. Awesome. Uh, yeah, so you guys all make it down and uh, and this setup is actually kind of nicer than his last one. Uh, it seems that you guys are actually like a couple levels below the mall, but that seemed like a fun entrance. Yeah. Well, actually, as you come in, he's like, hey, I know what you're thinking. Like, why have your your entrance through a duck duck juice? I mean, because they have good smoothies. Duh. Anyway. Uh, welcome to the new digs. Monday's just gonna say, it's a very cool setup. And he high-fives you. <laughs> he's also, uh, I think at this point Monday may have, uh, snuck a smoothie, so he's kind of sipping on it through his, uh, <laughs> through his visor. Love it. I think, uh, Tuck also has a smoothie. You guys are just, like, slurping him. I, I want a smoothie. Monday will pull one out of nowhere and just hand it to, uh, Miller. Uh, yeah, Patches is like, yeah, yeah, what do you want? Pina Colada sounds good. Yeah, yeah, okay. And he presses a button and he's like, hey, duck, 
Get me a pina colada. Put it down the, the jet tube thing. Oh, okay, right away, Mr. Rolo. Don't call me Mr. Rolo. That's my dad. Patches is fine. Okay, Mr. Patches. God damn it. <laughs> Monday's going to kind of shrug and go, good help these days. Yeah, I love that kid. He's he's really got something, you know? He wears the duck costume and he makes smoothies. God, what a funny idea. Does he do anything else or is that it? Yeah, nope, that's... I'm. Well, you know, he probably writes screenplays because, like, everybody writes screenplays, right? Uh, other than that, like, I, I don't know. I, I don't think I've actually seen him out of the costume. Uh, you know, he showed up in the interview wearing the duck costume and I was like, yep, that's got to be my duck right there. And then that's been my duck. Now, the more important question is, can he make me a third cup of coffee? Uh, we got a coffee smoothie is pretty good. No, that will not be enough. Then you could just okay. get coffee off the pot. And he points to where there's a pot of coffee on the pot. Ah, now this is the stuff. Monday is kind of looking at patches and the text. Uh, what's with the Band-Aid? Uh, I don't know. He just had a bandaid on there. You know, he's kind of clumsy. One time he got his hand in the blender. Monday's going to wince at that. It was not pretty. Right. Monday's going to pop up uh, kind of a, well, no, he's actually just going to put his hand in his fist and kind of do the right motion. Uh, Need to recover some memories from two years ago. Uh, Okay. Hop on uh, the old dream train. And he like taps one of these, uh, they're these chase lounges and they're sitting next to, uh, it's kind of like a scene in the matrix, you know, where they're all the, the chairs and there's like a computer set up next to it and all these cables. And he like kind of ushers you to one of these tables. Monday, just to be a smart ass is going to lay there and then the text, I know Kung Fu pops up. Oh wait, I always knew Kung Fu. Uh, Patches just like gives you like the fingers and he's like, I love that classic movie. The one we live in the matrix thing. Yeah. Uh, anyway, uh, do you guys need some dream dream therapy? Uh, I got a couple more rigs set up. You know, I might be interested. More okay, Gerber uh, action. Yeah, sweet. Uh, hop on in and, uh, and he sets you guys all up for a little trip down Memory lane. Well, not necessarily. It could just be like a sweet ass dream sequence. Maybe um, it's like Chibi Grin is trying to jump out of Doc's arm and Doc like kind of smushes him back in. He's like, nope. <laughs> no, no, no. We back ain't, in. We ain't having that. You see a, like a little head pop out of your hand and start to like ooze upward and you're just like smash <laughs> him down. He's like, he's just like, ow. Nope. Love it. So you... You guys get in and uh, and jack in your various modes. Do you guys all have just sort of like a cap on or do any of you have like implants? Um, I mean, I suppose both Dr. Miller and Monday would have some kind of implant sure. from the guild that they could use to access like a dream cafe. Yeah, sure. I think Clarence, as far as I would think, doesn't have an implant because the concilium was something that you touch from the outside to like input memories and stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think they put, you know, like a couple little receivers on your forehead or a hat on or something. So you guys all lay down and uh, he hits the button and you know, you have that sensation of falling 
and then suddenly you're standing in a, a space. Do you guys want to do all of this together? I think it would be kind of cool if we did it all at once. Chibi Grin's going to be sitting there. Yeah, no. I think there's you're 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 all standing there and then also you see Clear is here and he's like really kind of confused. He's like looking around, he's like what is this place? And everyone can hear and see Clear, which hasn't happened before. Monday's going to walk up to Clear and kind of extend his hand. He like looks at your hand and he puts his hand out to shake it. Uh hello. Uh, Silent Monday. Yes. Nice to meet you for the first time, Clear. Yes. Uh, I, I've been watching, uh, your, it, it's, your life is kind of like a soap opera that I watch. Really? Yeah, it's very interesting. A soap opera? You know, like a TV show? Um, I'm aware of what a soap opera is. I'm just wondering which one, if I've seen it. Oh, uh... The infinite lives of our days. Mm, I prefer the Spanish soap operas myself. Far more dramatic. Uh, terror novellas? Yes. Yeah, they're very full of terror now. Unfortunately, missed the older days where there was a lot more romance. I suppose it was, it was much better then. Um, and then standing next to Doc is uh, a man who's actually slightly taller than Dr. Miller. And much more gaunt. And I think, I think for the first time has a face because in doctor's memories, he couldn't like, he didn't manifest a face, but because this is like using doctor's subconscious, I think that the face that you see is like a younger Dr. Miller, but like skinnier and more gaunt. And then he has uh, kind of blondish hair um, with a side part. And he has very kind of like fine features. Um, hello, I suppose I'm along for this acid trip as well. But it's Grin speaking through my... But it's Grin. Yeah, that's what's, yes, that's what's yes. weird. Grin is oh, what yeah, he it's, eats. It's definitely weird, yeah. All right. It's, it's like your brain trying to put an image where there wasn't one, essentially. So, what are we doing here? Yes, the... Those messages that I showed you uh, earlier this morning have uh, brought back some memories and I tried to remember them and unfortunately they slipped away. After being hit with some kind of gas, the rest of what happened seems to be a blur. I'm just trying to remember where it happened and see if we can pick up any clues from there. Alright, well if we ever come across any memories of whether I'm a clone or not, let me know. Anyway. Um, shall, I guess I'll try to help. Thank you. And if I do come across you any clone clearances, I will definitely let you know. I do still owe you for the truck, after all. I guess I'm a helper. Uh, I think you guys hear a voice kind of booming, because I'm imagining you're in essentially like the con construct in the Matrix, and you hear this booming voice over... Uh, okay, guys, are you ready for some action or are you just gonna like chat around and dilly dally for like hours? I got stuff to do, you know. Monday's gonna shoot a thumbs up for remembering he can talk and say, uh, yes, I'm ready whenever you guys are, Patches. Uh, he hits a button and then all of a sudden it feels like you're falling like infinitely and then suddenly you find yourselves on the street in a cloud of smoke. I wanna look for the woman in the red dress. 
you see her. She's super hot. Uh, and then she gives you the finger. Oh, damn it. <laughs> next time, Miller. <laughs> uh, can I use psychometry in the dream world? Yeah, I don't think you'd be able to like get information that Monday wouldn't be able to know. Well, so because it's both a dream and his memories, like it operates a little bit differently. So you have like the perception of whatever he was able to scan. But if you walk outside of that, it's suddenly like you're walking outside of the video game bounds. You know, you're like, oh, nothing over here. You hit the invisible wall. <laughs> yeah, I think you can walk past it. There's no nothing keeping you there because it's more like a dream. But it's just like the polygons have ended and you're now like walking on blank space and you're like, I guess nobody made this part of the <laughs> level. So as you guys look around, you see that you're in an alleyway and it's filled with a light green smoke. On the ground in front of you is Silent Monday. He's wearing slightly different clothes. Miller, you can immediately recognize like that this was a couple years ago. And there is the sounds of footsteps like walking away but you currently can't see anything doc is gonna go over to monday or the memory of monday and is he asleep is he unconscious or is he just laying there uh he is yeah un unconscious doc is gonna try to wake him up i don't <laughs> i don't think he'd wake up because this is a memory like oh okay Do doc is Doc is having trouble like, oh yeah, that's right. So the real Monday is standing next to you, like watching you shake his like unconscious counterpart. Monday is kind of has a question mark on his face. Like, what are you doing? It, it's been a while. It, this is really weird for me. Uh, sorry, Monday. Should we go after that person that left you like this? Monday will shoot a thumbs up. All right, try to go through the fog of memory. Can I help in any sh way, shape, or form? Can you? Yeah, go ahead and roll Survey Your Surroundings, Mr. Big Powerful Brain Psychic. I'm a big powerful brain psychic, and I'm here to big powerful brain psychic. I got it. <laughs> what happened here recently, and what here is not what it appears to be? Great. Love it. Um, so I think with a wave of your hand, because like... You're used to being in mental spaces, so this is like totally natural for you. And so as you wave your hand, the smoke disappears and you see that there are two men in some hard plastic armored suits that are slightly reminiscent of Monday, but you immediately recognize are the similar suits as what Kinsey Blackthorn's PsyOps soldiers were wearing. And as for what happens here, you kind of like twist your hand and time rewinds. And like as it does, you see the smoke uh, like retract out of a container and the container go back into a gun kind of off screen, sort of like out of the alley. Yeah. So it's like reversing. You like reverse time. And as you do, there's a girl next to Monday, but she's kind of like all staticky and flickering like she's glitching out. And then what was your other question? What here is not what it appears to be or something like that? Or um, what was the exact what here? Yeah. Yeah. So I think with that, you're able to like touch this glitching, randomly shifting woman. And all of a sudden the glitches kind of like dissipate and you can see her very clearly. She has lime green hair. She's got these 80s style sunglasses with the slits. 
that are kind of like pulled up in her hair. She has like some heavy duty earrings and she's wearing this uh, really cool leather jacket. One of the shoulders is actually like a shoulder pad, like a football type shoulder pad. There's like a whole lot of metal studs on everything. She's got like knuckle gloves with studs at the the finger, like at the knuckles as well. Um, she just looks really kind of badass. She's wearing like army boots with her with some like jeans pulled up kind of above the army boots and bunched at the knee. She's got like knee pads on. She she's got like a bandolier strap with just like like a utility belt full of stuff. And she's walking with her arm kind of in arms with Silent Monday. I kind of lean over to Clarence like, do you think she would be into us? I hope so. She's quite ravishing. Ravaging. She's hot. Rav- you can you can just say she's she's attractive. That's Where, isn't isn't that what I said? I I think ravish is the thing you do. I don't want to think about that. Maybe I want to think uh, about that. Let's hmm. <laughs> Monday, what do you say as as the two of them are talking? They're so used to talking as if nobody is there. Oh yeah, everybody hears us, and then suddenly we realize everybody's yeah. hearing us, and we just we look, both like look both at each look other at and then like slowly turn back, and we oh. just look at everybody else, and like a look of horror is on her face as we see that everybody's just staring at us. Uh, I got oh. a couple questions here. Yeah. Okay. The first one is: Did everyone else see that, or was that just Clarence and clear? Everyone sees it. Yeah. Okay. And just letting uh, Clarence know, uh, Monday, just to be a jackass while they were talking, has put speech bubbles over their head with everything they're saying. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, he can also hear like like they're not that far away. They're just used to talking as if no one's here because nobody can hear them normally. Yeah. And I think with that Monday, he always stared at them. He's like, "Um, care to share with the rest of the class? I think we just did, and I'm scrambling to get the speech bubble, like, down. (laughs) I think Clear, like, grabs the speech bubble and, like, pulls it, and it turns into a balloon, and he just starts floating up, and he's like, this is quite fun. Um, I think he might, I think he might be able to turn that into a balloon animal if you're quick enough. Oh, good idea. And he, like, shakes it, and it turns into, like, a bird made out of balloon, and just starts flying him around. Listen, listen, this didn't happen. This didn't happen. Monday's quietly putting his phone away. Are, are you guys going to continue to do your like funny bantering thing? Or did you want to follow Monday backwards and see what happened here? I'm sorry, we're doing all the work. So shut up, weird little Samalakar man. All right. What? I'm I'm normal size and also taller than you, little. You're still simulacrum, um, psychic boy. Monday's gonna walk up and kind of pick them up by the scruffs and kind of set uh, Clarence down there. We should probably stop with the banter. Yeah, we got more important things to do. I'm doing the hard work. Who is she? From what I remember, her name was Jess. Is she single? <laughs> This is why we're here to these are the important questions. You see, he's kind of staring. He's kind of staring him with a deadpan expression as he says this. I agree. Do you think she's into strange albinos? Will you get on with it? 
<laughs> Monday is a strange albino too. Monday is I mean, like trying. Maybe. Monday is like blushing really bad, but it's being hidden by the visor. Nice. I, I don't think he has a visor in his dream, right? Okay. Okay. Yeah. Let's let's uh, let's retcon that he doesn't. And he forgets that he doesn't have a visor, so he's like blushing crimson right now. Hey. All right. That's all right. Not a and, no. Um, okay. I think. Grin is just kind of wanting to get this over with, so he kind of like pushes Monday to like de- like out of the the alley to sort of like follow these two. Yeah, no, Doc is Doc is kind of rolling his eyes, and he's he's gonna he's gonna follow with uh, Grin. You know, I know you're used to this, Clarence, but this is very str- all strange to me. I mean, I'm following myself. Oh no, I mean, I have a voice in my head all the time. I'm still not used to it. I'm up here now! <laughs> I, I tell Connecticut Dragon back down. No! Okay, Fun time fine. is over. Serious time is, it- is now. Uh, okay. Why can't I have a voice in my head? He kind of looks over at Miller and then uh, grin. <laughs> I suppose he means he's the only one. Isn't that what he's saying? Kind of defeats That's, the point of your Silent Monday to have voices in your head. I mean, hmm. it's not like anyone else could hear them. Well, I guess except for you. This Mr. banter. This is good. This is good quality banter. Right. We we need to get on with it. Come on. All right. We're all here. Let's see what happened. And as you do that, the memory starts to play forward and. Monday and Jess seem to be having like a funny conversation. Monday in a not normal fashion actually had his visor mostly open and just had some like sunglasses on and they're both kind of laughing and and seeming to have a good time. And as they cut down this alleyway, all of a sudden a hover car pulls up and blocks the one end of the alleyway behind them and shoots a container of this gas, which explodes in front of them and fills the alleyway. Two of these soldiers dressed in this white plasticine sort of armor, protective armor, come out and start to try and drag Jess away. And as they do, her hand kind of like changes so that she has long claws and she scratches across the chest of one of these guys. And you can see that her claws are actually like glowing somehow and they mar this armor. And with her other hand, she she slams another guy who bounces off of the wall, but several more come out of this vehicle and they shoot her with these electrified weapons and nets. And you can see for a second that there's just these wolf like canine type features forming in her, her face and her features are changing more lupine as this electrified net shocks her and she goes back to normal and they drag her off. And as they do, uh, they hit Monday a couple of times as well, kind of like trying to keep him down. And when he sees her, he immediately reacts and tries to get her. You can see Key trying to uh, like come out of his body, but they're kind of holding his arm back. And as he's trying to summon his sword, one of the guys catches his sword and somebody manages to pull open his helmet and put something on Monday's head that, that sort of looks like a tiara. And another guy has a monitor and they hit a button. And as they do, Monday just kind of freezes So as you watch these men, you look closely at this device and it says 
clearing all data related to Jess the Reaper. So that's it for this episode of Dust World Neon City. Thanks for listening, and don't forget to check out our mailing list and our website, therpgempire.com, where you can connect with us, get merch, and even download games. Talk to you soon. Remember, play on.